Hello and welcome to the Van Ryan Compliance Podcast, a show that secures the future of your business with a clear plan to reduce your risk. I'm your host, Rob. And I'm Dawn. And today we're talking to Juan Pena at Pulsar 360. Pulsar whoa, 360. Whoa, wait, wait. No. Is this the, oh. the one and only? It is. It is. Whoa. It is the one and Sorry, only. Dawn. <laughs> only. Okay, go ahead, Don. Hi, Don. Hi, Bob. Thank you for having me on. You have to get his company name in. Wonderful. Again, yes, yes. So, so uh, Juan already said hello. Uh, Pulsar 360 is an advanced VoIP and communication solution company. So, hi, Juan. Thanks for coming on the podcast. And, uh, and yes, let's dive right in. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. You're All welcome. right. Well, let's start off by introducing you to our listeners. Uh, tell us about yourself. Yeah. So I'm Juan Pena, um, otherwise in the industry known as the one and only. And uh, I'm the sales engineer for Pulsar 360. So I am kind of a nerd that has a conversation with everybody to make sure everything's going to work prior to the sale. And uh, let's be honest, I keep all the sales guys honest. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Dude, we can do anything, right? We do anything? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. How much post-sales yeah. so, work do you do? <laughs> um, so I make sure post-sales stuff is – I no longer deal with too many post-sales mm-hmm. things um, because what happened – so going back in history, I've had about, wow, since 2003, so roughly 20 years experience in the VoIP industry. Um, it all started where – out of college, I was like, Southern California is way too expensive to move out of my parents' house, right? And so I'm like, let's see what it's like to live outside of the States. Cool. And I kind of chose Mexico as a, you know, this is pretty close to Southern California. So if I get homesick, I can come back and everything. But at that time, I was doing business uh, and computer consulting. So I had clients in California and throughout the States and a little bit in Europe that, you know, I had to communicate with and not pay an arm and a leg, right, with all those international phone calls. That's how I got into VoIP. Mm-hmm. And I ended up liking what VoIP did for me and, and how it kept me communicated with the whole world. And so that's when I decided to start, you know, doubling into a startup company. And that's when I went into a company that I used to, I've only really worked for two VoIP companies mm-hmm. in wow. my entire career. And that's because I stay with them. For, you know, quite a long MCI? time. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, we call it Company X right now. Uh, it won't mention their name. Um, but I worked there for eight years prior to coming to uh, Pulsar 360. And Pulsar 360, I've been here since, wow, November of 2014. So oh. it's it's been a while. Uh, yeah. And I started being a tier two engineer. So I was in the operations center, you know, and I was the guy that everything got sent up to and I had to make sure it got fixed prior for it to go into engineering, you know, which would be the next level before we get, you know, any vendors or anything involved. Mm-hmm. So that's my history that, you know, so I come really from the very technical background, but also dealing with uh, business consulting and computer consulting, I had to do sales. Mm-hmm. So it was a natural role for me to go into be a sales engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I got, here <laughs> now you you yeah. well you're back in California right? I am back in California yes um, but Pulsar 360 we're all work from home yep. there's nobody there's no centralized office so it kind of mm-hmm. kind of works out you know we have people all over the place we're all in the ether man 
this is absolutely so yeah for the listeners um you know we all know voip because we've we've doubt we we, we're using it um explain what voip is and how it is used in everyday life now for our listeners yeah absolutely so voip combines your voice communications into your internet communication so that way you basically end up with one connection to your system and that allows you to make phone calls and, you know, to cell phones, to, you know, mm-hmm. landlines still, if anybody's still out there, has some, <laughs> uh, you know, but... if you do get rid of them, <laughs> there, well, I think last mile copper is going to be gone here shortly. Um, there's a lot of oh, yeah. uh, companies out there getting rid of those. So, um, but anyways, it, what it does, it, it allows us to streamline our communications. You know, now you can pull up your cell phone and have internet on it and you can make a voice call. Like if you were sitting in your office, which is wonderful, you know, and, um, Pulsar, we don't only sell SIP trunks, which is the connection to a phone system, you know, to connect you to the world. Right. Uh, we also sell hosted phone systems. Um, and we go into, a a whole myriad of, of different industries, mm. such as schools, mm. hospitals, offices, doctor's offices, you know, just the mm. gamut, um, retail. So we go into a lot of those different things. So my my work here at Pulsar is not only dealing with the TAS industry, mm-hmm. that that is a major role, mm-hmm. but I also deal with the other side of our business, which is all done through uh, channel partners. Mm. And um, and it's installing these offices. Yeah, actually, um, we've done everything from offices to uh, hotels, motels, um, building, you know, condo buildings, um, pharmacies. I mean, just just a gamut of stuff. There's not much hard like on-site hardware anymore. You know, maybe for the large no, organizations, no. but. Right. Um, so one of the really neat things that is happening across all industries is why deal with obsolescence, right? Where you buy a piece of hardware and five years down the road, oh my God, something new came out and I have to upgrade and then I have to have another CapEx. And it's it's really gone to the cloud. Mm-hmm. Why own something when you have enough security to go to the mm-hmm. cloud and be able to utilize you know, all these different applications, right? So that's, I've seen that as a major push, especially in the tax industry, in the tax industry, people, and this is funny before COVID, I was the one praising, have remote workers follow the sun, right? As you know, the sun rises and sets. If you have people across the different, you know, time zones, you, you can end up with, you know, better support for your clients. Well, no, I can't do that. That was a conversation (laughs) that people could not do that because they had to have an office. They had to have blah, blah, blah. And then COVID hit, right? So now that threw a shift in our world and everybody went home and, yep. well, we had to figure out how to conduct business out of our homes. Yeah. And so this, you know, with that push, we've seen people go to the cloud now and say, well, I don't have people coming in the office. Yeah. I have them going, you know, from home. My And they're, still, they're remote at that yep. point. So why not just make everybody remote? Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, I've seen that as a big push, you know, going yeah. remote. Now the only hardware we're starting to see, we see a lot. We still see desk phones, you know, at home or or something. But the big push has been the applications, the mobile mm-hmm. applications, because now you can be like at a hotel room or or in a you know at a conference like we were last mm-hmm. week or 
actually this week. <laughs> what <laughs> a week? And then was it this four, week? Right? <laughs> Did you... It was two weeks ago and then this week. Yes. Was this week? <laughs> so, That's right. It was this week. Yeah, I know. It's been one week. <laughs> I was a single dad this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you're that, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, you know, with that said, it, it's like I was at the conference. I must have taken five, six phone calls during different periods of time, you know, and, and had a few meetings from mm-hmm. all the lobby of the hotel, which before it's something we couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. do. Um, so, so I, I really see the industry moving into that mobility space and, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, work from home, work from anywhere kind of thing. It, I'm going to, I'm going to harp on that. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm standing on that. Um, remote, remote yeah, work absolutely. will continue and it will expand because it's time for, for companies and organizations like Pulsar and like Van Ryn. And, um, the story that came out of Airbnb this week is we're going to invest in people yeah. and stop investing in buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can go work anywhere. You have the freedom and responsibility to do it and do it. And Airbnb mm-hmm. is a huge organization, right? And mm-hmm. they said this week, yeah. that was yesterday I saw, well, the time as the podcast came out, it had been last week, um, <laughs> out on LinkedIn. I got to think, right? Out on LinkedIn, that was a great article. They yeah. were like, hey, you guys go do what you need to do when you need to do it. And we're seeing that in all industries. Mm-hmm. Um, is, right. it, you know, is everything gone? No. But I think mm-hmm. any of the knowledge workers, I would say, is going is definitely going to be remote. You know, we're still going to go to the publics and the HEVs and Mm -hmm. the grocery stores. And, um, you know, I see people starting to go out more, right? We actually Mm -hmm. went to a mall, Don and Ethan and I, what, two weeks ago. We're like, Mm -hmm. it's packed. Mm -hmm. But it's funny, there's nobody in the stores. There's hardly any workers. I mean, they're they're just strapped because the retail market got hit. Yeah, stripped down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're all, you know, you get tired of hitting Amazon all the time. Plus, their stock went way down yesterday. And, and, you know, uh, one of the things that you start seeing, it's not only at the stores are they, you know, missing people, but restaurants mm-hmm. and, yeah. and basically a lot of the service industry. Yep. So, you know, that that's one of the biggest moves. And what's really what I find really cool about working remote, it's I can be anywhere in the country mm-hmm. and I'm still I could still hold my hours or maybe, you know, shift them mm-hmm. a little. Um, but at the same time, we find the best um you know, talent from not only our area, you know, we're no longer having to worry about Denver or Los Angeles or San Diego. We can expand through all of those Mm -hmm. and get some of the best talent out of those. Now, I know that working remote is not for everybody. There are people that will say, oh my God, no, I can't. I I, I can't focus at home. And it's, you know, the downsides of working remote is the walls start closing in on you, Mm -hmm. don't they? You want to be outside because- yeah. So, oh, not everybody grab my guess, but I know they close in on me. So on the weekends, you never find me home. Good. I'm always out and about with my family, Good. just because that's what that's what we do, you know. So, so a lot of road trips, a lot of uh, you know, going out to parks or yeah. you know the beach or something. That's what my family does because I work, sleep, eat, entertain myself within this house. So it starts. You know, closing in on me a little bit Absolutely. here. <laughs> California Absolutely. had tighter restrictions for longer. You know, I mean, yes, you yes, did. Texas, yeah. we, we, <laughs> I just we had a little more it. freedom here. <laughs> well, yeah. is it freedom well, or is it? I remember when we went to San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of the two, but it was a lot easier to deal with it yeah. over yeah. there. At least yeah. we're not Florida. That's a whole hot mess down there. 
Um, yeah, big listeners, <laughs> if, if you think I'm wrong, you can send an email down in the show notes. Hello at vanryancompliance.com. Say Rob's wrong. But it, um, no, it's, it appreciate you expanding on that yeah. because it's definitely going to, to go farther. I mean, we, we just brought on Ashley, uh, what, two months, Dawn? Mm, yeah. Two months. Uh, she's in Missouri. And the first thing that she, in her interview, she's like, I need to work remotely because I get kiddos and I need a mm-hmm. flexible schedule. Mm-hmm. And um, I did an experiment. I don't know if I told you this, Dawn. I kind of play with job recs sometimes. Is I'll put in office and I ran the ad in Indeed um, mm-hmm. for a week. I got like three three applicants and they were just, and and like not, okay, age-wise, they were older and they mm-hmm. were more seasoned professionals, right? Mm-hmm. Like where they're used mm-hmm. to going into the nine to five. Then I flipped it to remote and I think I had 150 in one week and, yeah. and they were younger, you know, our age, wow. our age and younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. wow. Yeah. I mean, and you know what, that, that's what the workforce is turning yeah. into, right? Um, you know, we want to work remote. Um, it, it does take a special person to have that, you know, motivation yeah. to yeah. get up in the morning, yeah. go to yeah. work and, and focus on work. Yeah. Um, but you start noticing really quick those people mm-hmm. that don't, you know, yeah. Yeah. So the key is success. We call them success statements. You know, what does it look like to be successful working at home? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Juan's got to do this right. and he does this and he checks, you know, if there's a ticket yeah. or call a customer or, you know, yeah. there's certain things that you need to do and yeah. then you're like, Oh, and, you got it. So yeah. And is your performance yeah. well, like with our, with the, the, the TAS right. industry, obviously it's all about performance. It's, it's, Correct. are you getting the calls? Are you, are you taking them timely? Are you resolving them? Are you getting on the next call? You know, how is that working? So making sure that they're, right. they're, um, performing at home. And I know some people struggle with that. Yes, definitely. Some people want to be sleep. in a queue right. and that's, I think that's, that's, right. that, they know that. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a different world since a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. And so we, we've, we've seen funny, it in the Taz industry it, and change and yeah, mm. with it. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And what's funny is like my, my two, uh, younger kids, um, one's 12, one's seven, mm-hmm. and they think until they started hanging out with their other little friends here in, in our neighborhood. Um, I remember this clear as day, uh, the first day that, the, their friend's dad came home from work. Mm-hmm. They're like, your dad has to go out to work. Like for them, it was just yeah. like, dad's just yeah. work out of the right. house. You know, it's My dad's right here next door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and working from home has afforded me seeing them grow, seeing them go through, you know, other life stages, mm-hmm. which is great. Absolutely. Um, yep. you know, it's one of the things that you don't get if you're in the office for 12, mm-hmm. 14 hours a day, plus your commute, right? Oh yeah. Oh gosh. And yeah, you're in California. You know all about community yeah. in California. Uh, so when I was living in San Diego for a 12 mile commute on the okay. freeway, it would take me an hour. Mm. And that that's, that's the freeway. I mean, the side streets were, were like two hours, you know, it was actually, wow. yeah. So it was less of a drive. If I went 40 miles, around yeah to get to yeah. work wow. yeah so, so it's, it's really crazy that is nuts oh boy oh. well that's that's why we're we're all remote now and yeah. i yeah as you yeah, can see i absolutely. don't shave much i hardly shower until <laughs> oh, stop. Just, you need a shower don't tell, don't tell people that <laughs> yeah, don't tell people that <laughs> he's just kidding 
Thanks for good audio. Oh my gosh. Well, what problems? Well, until you start flipping the clothes in and out, <laughs> and that's your. Uh... <laughs> I thought I had my. It's funny. I, I had my Deutschland shirt on, and I had my Deutschland shirt on, and yep. I thought I had my Van Ryn shirt on. I didn't realize this because I haven't done a Zoom or anything until now. So. Um, wow. Where are we? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's dig into. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go, Don. Well, why are we here now? Uh, let's <laughs> let's dig into Pulsar three hundred and sixty, uh, and we always like to ask, you know, what problems do you all solve, and how do you help? Yeah. Not just the TAS industry, but how do you how do you help folks solve their problems? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, again, we two sides of the business. TAS is one strict side, and then we have the channel side, which is what we call it. Um, so on the test side, you know, we help them get more reliability on their phone calls mm-hmm. because that's, we know the test industry, mm-hmm. it is something, and, and it's funny, people will say, oh, reliability, that's boring. No, it's not. It's vital. You know, and, uh, yeah. what we do is we have multiple data centers across the U S mm-hmm. and Canada to ensure we have that reliability for people. Um, actually, because uh, we're starting to see a lot more uh, clients in Hawaii, we're going to have a seventh data center come on here in California because we have better ping times than Denver to Hawaii. Mm. So mm-hmm. there's, um, you know, we, we're always looking to innovate and uh, get better with our service. Um, but so that's what we, we work with them. You know, we, we try and provide them flexibility, mobility, and, uh, you know, reliability. Mm-hmm. With with our other side of the business, uh, where we're doing hosted PBXs and even premise PBXs, sometimes, you know, with uh, not so much nowadays, but a few five years ago, Internet was very expensive to get 100 gigs yep. or something like that. So going going full hosted for a page to hundreds of phones was a whole lot of mm-hmm. bandwidth that they were taking mm-hmm. up. Nowadays, you know, we have we see gigabit and we see all kinds of you know, things uh, out there where no problem, we can we can handle that bandwidth. Um, but we have some premise boxes. We work with schools. Um, you know, we can even put a panic button in the school's phone. Mm. Uh, so that way the a phone call goes out and it can go out to the security section. It can go out to the principal and to 911 simultaneously. Mm. And, you know, the phone doesn't look like it did anything, but it opened up the speaker and you can hear everything in the room, mm. but in the, the room, nobody's the wiser. And unfortunately, you know, nowadays you have active shooters, you have all these things we didn't have to deal with in the past. And then unfortunately, that's one of the things that we put on here. Mm. Um, it also works for multiple campus, you know, uh, sites where they have multiple buildings or multiple levels mm. in their mm. office. And, uh, you know, they can they can utilize those things. Uh, mobility is the biggest thing that we've really gone to. Um, everybody wants to be mobile. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like Microsoft teams has allowed your mobile office communication to occur, Mm -hmm. right? Where you can start messaging each other, having, you know, video conferences. Mm -hmm. Well, we can, we can integrate with teams and now your teams is your phone. So you can actually use it on your mobile phone, on your laptop, tablet, whatever it may be. Um, and still hold conversations like you were in the office. Uh, so we allow for that. And um, our integration with Teams is really good because you, you can have people in call centers, you know, and be able to take phone calls through a call center, et cetera. Not task call centers, um, because those those are very niche markets that require certain KPIs and all that stuff. But for an office that has a support team okay. or 
you know, for a business that has some sort of, you know, sales team or something like that, that they're in a call center and, and they need to receive mm-hmm. phone calls. Uh, for telephony answering services, we basically do the SIP trunks and inner office systems. And yeah. a lot of our test customers have our hosted PBX for their inner office communication. Because again, they've gone remote. They need a yeah. way to communicate with each other. So that's what they use. Now, I know you mentioned Teams. Uh, obviously, there's Google Voice yes. on the other side. So where do you, how do you compete with those two platforms? Well, um, the, really the robustness okay. of our phone system, because our phone system holds, you know, like it, it has um, blasts that you can send out. So if you, if, if a school has oh, a like snow day, if a, if a business is going to be closed, okay. they can reach out, you know, municipalities are actually using that for boil over notices and such mm-hmm. things, you know, where they oh. send out a campaign saying, hey, boil your water before this or whatever urgent or event is going to happen. Uh, They use that. And there's also appointment reminders on our phone system that allows, you know, doctor's offices to keep, you know, or dentists or any of those service offices Mm -hmm. to maintain that. Um, I know that, uh, you know, like a single guy that's a plumber, right? He's out and about and just a one man shop kind of thing. They can actually have a phone system that listens and provides all kinds of different options for the person calling in uh, for them to be able to return phone calls and, and uh, you know, seem bigger than they are. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, the biggest thing for our platform. And we can deal with one seat to thousands of seats on our hosted platform. There's, you know, the sky's the limit. And really that's where I come in place where routing, you know, and, and coming up with a solution for the company is what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, we could also do like public address systems, and door access systems, you know, so you press a button and you talk to somebody and they hit a button on their phone, it opens the door for you. So we've done all kinds of things from, I would say, um, the biggest, one of the biggest users of that is a, uh, a TV network in the Bronx, New York. Okay. They've used, well, because they have to, the noise has to be contained, mm-hmm. right? So there's got to be ways for them to be able to close and open doors. And so they use a lot of those, you know, door access systems mm-hmm. and, uh, I know a lot of doctor's offices need also door access so they can, you know, if there's nobody in the front, they can press a button, they call somewhere in the back and they hear it, they can let somebody in or et cetera. So there's a lot of that stuff going around and, and that's what we're doing a lot of. Interesting. Huh. Well, just speaking of the of the TAS industry, um, since Juan <laughs> and I just got back from, from a conference out in Nashville, um, Tell us some of the struggles and the pain points you're seeing with some some of the customers there. Both you and I had customers there, obviously. Um, what are what are you hearing from from not only them but other conferences that that you've been through, too? So from our customers, what we're hearing a lot is, well, unfortunately, they're trying to get more people into work. You know, um, yeah. post COVID, you know, it, it really put a lot of people's minds at at ease where they can, you know not go to work and be fine, I guess, or to really change their priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, but so one is staffing is one of the things that we're, we're seeing a lot of struggles yeah. with, with our customers, yeah. you know, um, for some of our non-customers that are looking to become our customers, their ba- major pain points are their reliability with their current mm-hmm. provider, mm-hmm. you know, and, and some of these people have had some of the big bell providers out there, you know, for 20, 30 years. And um, now they're barely starting to look to turn to VoIP and they're saying, 
well, I, I've heard reliability issues from people. And that's where we go in and explain to them how our network functions, how we have what's called BCDR included in our SIP mm -hmm. trunks. Uh, BCDR stands for Business Continuity Disaster Recovery. Mm -hmm. And basically, we can go down to DID level and say, if if we can't deliver this to your phone system, let's deliver it here. And that here could be any third party phone system, any, you know, any other uh, phone number, it, it, anything like that. So it, it keeps them alive. And I was I was and, excited uh, to see that. Hang on a second. When when I saw that on your your poster, the DR uh -huh. um, BC plan, I was like, ooh, I have to find out about that because being in compliance, our customers lack that. That disaster recovery business yeah. continuity plan. What do we do? And with so many people being remote and then people that are in an office building and it burns down, how is that redirected? So so expand a little bit more on is that included for everyone what you guys do? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there's different so there's different okay. levels. Uh the delivery of, of the phone call, we can move from your primary, secondary, and tertiary internet companies, whether it's 4G, you know, as the final backup, or if you have, you know, three land uh, or terrestrial internet uh, connectivity there, that we can do that. And that goes down to a DAD level. Now, beyond that, we have our premium services. Mm -hmm. So we can send phone calls to, let's say, an auto attendant and simply say, hey, we're down, you know, mm -hmm. please call us back or leave a phone, uh, a message, and then we'll, we'll get back mm -hmm. to you. Um, but one of the biggest options that I started seeing lately is people are going with our hosted phone system as a backup. Mm. And the really cool part is, you know, they'll have a very minimum charge, yeah. you know, for their, for those additional phones. And again, it could be the mobile app that, that we have for them where they can utilize that and turn it on and get their agents to answer the phone calls one way or the other. Um, and then from there, you know, those that's hosted. Mm. So all you need is, an internet connection. So if your power goes down, if whatever happens, you know, let's say your internet goes down, you can have people on their mobile internet and be able to take phone calls that way. So it is one of those things that um, the premium services really help you maintain that level of business that you need. You know, and of course, you might be answering the phone call a little bit different, trying to ask some probing questions to get the right accounts mm -hmm. up and running. But it'll give you you know, the, the Nessus, at least you have the phone call there mm -hmm. and you're live talking with the end user. So, so that really is what we're seeing a lot of people do. Um, and again, whether they get a desk phone from us, a secondary registration on their current desk mm -hmm. phone, or even the mobile app, you know, that we can do any of that. And, and again, it's a minimal charge and, uh, you know, monthly and it's, it's good insurance to have. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. I was excited to see that. I was, and I forgot to ask you when we were there. So thank you for explaining that because that's super yeah, important. Absolutely super important. All right. That is that is good. And as you as you know, you, you're here on the Van Ryan Compliance Podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. Hit the stars so more people can can listen to our crazy wackiness. Um, we have to talk compliance, Juan. You know that. Yeah. And I know that Don just uh, Don's got insurance background, and so why don't you? tell people about the questionnaire that you were just sent by a customer for an insurance company. And then I'm going to go into compliance. So cybersecurity, everyone wants cybersecurity insurance. Everyone needs it. Well, probably about a year or two ago, people were like, why do I need this? Okay, I'll just sign up for it. 
But at that time, it was pretty brief. It was, oh, here's half million, a million in coverage. Doesn't cover really, no one really knew what it covered, honestly. Um, I received one today um, that was the most detailed application I've seen. Typically, you know, obviously insurance is based on risk. um, and, And typically it's, you've got your revenue. How many records do you have? You know, files do you have? You know, basically how much data do you have? Okay. This one went into detail as far as vulnerability scanning, penetration testing, encryption, endpoints, Mm -hmm. email encryption. I mean, it went so detailed. It was so amazing. And I'm excited because um, this company I've seen before um, and, and, and some of the Taz industry obviously uses them. And um, I'm very impressed because some other ones I've seen are very light. And this one really went to detail um, and, and, and to everything. So it, it was exciting to see that. So, so we're really getting into what things are going into is really you've got to have all these boxes yep. checked. You've got to have all this, this done. And, right. and like, like what we do is we make sure our customers have that DR plan, have the policy and procedures and implement those. And you guys are making sure, yes, you can still do your business. The phones will still ring, whether mm-hmm. it's your mobile, whether mm-hmm. it's your desk phone, whether it's wherever. And so it, very, very important because there is a lot of risk right now. That it just and it, it it's not even anyone's fault. It's just that there is a lot going on in our world. So yeah, um, yeah I was excited the, for that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because the other key, because we can harp 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 right on it. But mm-hmm. you know, obviously, the government has its regulations. But mm-hmm. now the insurance companies are going. If you don't do this, and it's mm-hmm. pushing, which I love it. I love it. Right? Um, you're going to pay more, or you're not going to get it underwritten. They're just not going to take the risk anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's great. So speaking of that, and when you, you know, you would be a business associate to a, mm-hmm. to a TAS or any, any entity, medical entity of that, um, what, tell us about kind of what, what's the compliance frameworks that Pulsar 360 adheres to? What are you guys doing? Yeah. So we definitely uh, do HIPAA and PCI compliance. Um, one of the things though, it's w- since we are a transport more than, you know, we our main essential is not to collect patient data or, or things like that. Uh, we're more of a transport. Um, but what one of the things that we always say is if you have an insurance company harping on you and they can prove to us that we're required to be a BAA, we will sign it happily. Yep. And so we do push back on the, you know, insurance companies because sometimes they have just a blanket mm-hmm. thing that they want everybody. And it just sometimes you don't need to be. But um, being the transport, you know, with SIP trunks, um, that's that's where we go ahead and say, okay, you know, if there is a BAA, send it to us, you know, to mm-hmm. prove to us that we need to mm-hmm. sign it, we'll go ahead and mm-hmm. sign it. And, and we get our CEO to sign all of those that, that come to mm-hmm. us, um, you know, and, are, and have proven mm-hmm. uh, that we do need to be yeah. there. And yeah. any, any like, you know, like SOC 2, there's ISO 27001 or 27701 is the new one. There's high trust. Um, you know, like, like where, let's talk about like the data centers. Where does the data reside? Mm-hmm. So we have um, six data centers across the U.S. and in Canada, a um, couple in Connecticut, one in Denver, uh, one in Columbus, uh, Toronto, and it's, I forgot the, top, the last one there where, where it's at. But um, so the data there, um, 
it's really over networks mm -hmm. that we handle, mm -hmm. you know. And so, like I mentioned, most of when on our hosted PBX is mm -hmm. that we hold the uh, the actual voicemails and yep. things like that are yep. behind, um, you know, class one um, firewalls, which basically those things are very difficult to penetrate. And there's actually multiple levels that we go into uh, for that not to be penetrated, mm -hmm. as well as firewalling at the phone system itself. Uh, with SIP trunks, we we deal with peering trunks mm -hmm. uh, a lot, yeah. which peering, for people that don't know out there, it's where you give us an IP address and only that IP address can send us phone calls. And then somebody else sends us an IP or, and we send you our IP addresses. Mm -hmm. So you only can deal with, with you know, one-to-one -one communication there, um, which is really, really secure. Mm -hmm. And um, registering trunks are, are very secure as well. But if somebody does get your password because you wrote it down on the napkin somewhere. <laughs> no, never. Well, <laughs> you know, that's... Uh, that's an end user issue, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, you know, where, where the problem exists between the keyboard and the chair, right. correct? Ah, I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. That, that's an old it's, nerd uh, joke yeah. there. It's never the user's <laughs> fault, right? No, never the user's fault, but, you know, there's a, there's a whole PEPCAC. Uh, that's the actual acronym for problem exists between keyboard and chair. Disconnect. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I forgot about that one. That's you got to yeah. make a make but a meme our, with that. <laughs> there, there's actually a sign with it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there's actually uh, back in the yeah back in the late nineties, the uh, signage used to start coming around. You know, that's when all the nice um, nerds and hackers and all that were starting to get you know even heavier into uh, computing, right? Um, I know in my uh, college days, right above my uh, my uh, big monitor, that was a big CRT monitor, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, what happened to those, right? right? Um, I had I had that sign, it, and it's literally a you know a stick figure in front of a computer. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yep. yeah. yeah. Those oh, monitors weighed funny. fifty pounds, you know, and they were the glass yes. was like an inch thick, and the good ones, oh. so. Yeah. And, and you got up to, if you got over 14 inches, it was very difficult yep. to have, you know, cause you couldn't be in the corner. You had to have the space behind it, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, we got HIPAA covered good and you're, you know, class one, probably SOC two or compliant data centers, which are great. Correct. Um, you know, what are, what are some of the security risks that you guys look out for to prevent besides, you know, firewalls are covered, but what other risks are yeah. there to, to VoIP? So, um, being sent phone calls from anywhere, you know, with VoIP, that's the biggest mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we we'll always talk about, Hey, limit your port exposures, mm -hmm. you know, to certain IP addresses, do this. Um, one thing I, and I talked about at, at Westa, um, you know, when we were all talking about firewalls. So what about the firewall of common sense, yeah. especially mm -hmm. on the network, mm -hmm. right? Yeah where you open up your Wi-Fi to everybody within your, your organization that bring their cell phones, laptops, and all that good stuff from us from outside. Mm -hmm. And so now you end up having something that's a Trojan horse for somebody else in your network and, and having to worry. So we always talk about that. Um, that's, that's, I think, one of the biggest threats to some of our uh, customers. And so 
I always get ahead of it. I, I, tr I teach our partners, you know, aside from the test side, the, the partners that are installing these systems on, onto, you know, their customer's premise, um, we're saying, look, look out for these things, you know, you know, you're another thing riding mm -hmm. on the network, but make sure that that network's good and secure because otherwise they're going to have these issues. They're going to make phone calls into phone numbers that basically traffic pump. Mm. Uh, for those that don't know what traffic pumping is, it's that even though in the North American numbering plan, there is uh, phone numbers that are within the North American numbering plan. Yes, that's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. um, and, but they cost to call. So, and they're not one 900 okay. numbers. They're actually Caribbean numbers or, or, you know, numbers that just have a premium to write over their network. So you have to be really mindful of if you use VoIP, make sure you segregate your networks. You know, don't allow certain types of, you know, items or devices to be on Wi-Fi on your open network that you're using your VoIP system and all your other computers on. Mm. It's just asking for it. Um, so a lot of firewall devices out there will allow you to do uh, internet only, like they can't get into any other things yep. on your network. It just guest networks for internet only. That's fine. And you can limit the internet usage, mm -hmm. you know, as mm -hmm. well. So that way it, it makes sense for them. So I always recommend that, you know, the task industry looks into that because you have employees coming in spending, you know, eight plus hours a day mm -hmm. with their mobile, mobile phones. They know the Wi-Fi password because they put it into their computer now they put it into their mobile phone. Well, that just, yeah. uh, you know, it's asking for trouble. You know, I, I, I'm going to ask you this cause I just thought of it and this happens sometimes to me, right? Don, I get kind of like a shiny thing. Um, you talked about the Caribbean, which we need to go again. It'd be fun. Um, yes. <laughs> Robo calls, spammy calls. We all, yeah. we all hate the spammy calls. Do you, is oh there a way that you guys curb that or filter that? Is that a thing? It is a very big thing okay. right now. Um, and uh, <laughs> I still get those. Um, I get a ton of those yeah. um, because my phone numbers are really easy. And my DAD has, you know, 0088 oh, at gosh. the end of it. And, you've had you know, and then for, it, it's actually my, my direct inbound number is 760-444-0088. That's for my business. I get that called a lot from people just testing to see if it's available. Hmm. But Stern Shaken was supposed to yep, take Stern care Shaken. of this, right? Yeah, let's talk about, ask that. You about that. Now, it was it's a great plan to get something in place, mm -hmm. but the um, the success of it there still needs a lot of work, um, a lot of work because no matter what you're doing, you know, people will send attestation levels at a high at a high level and basically uh, let's talk about what stern shaking is a little yeah. for the audience mm -hmm. out there yeah. but what it is it's basically a government uh initiated program that has what's called an attestation level or basically saying is this a good phone call yes or no and so the the sending party needs to attest that it's a good phone call that you know it's their subscriber their phone number and all that good stuff so that it can you know it's low risk versus a high risk of, I don't know this phone number, I may know the subscriber, you know, that could give you a, a lower, a, a, I'm sorry, a higher risk phone call, mm -hmm. right? Um, but a lot of the companies that are receiving these phone calls, you can turn it on, like, let's say cell phones, you can turn on 
the uh, you know the the robocall and spam call uh, filter, and it'll try and filter certain attestation levels. Mm. But what's happening out there is there's still these shady companies that are still sending high attestation levels, and really, I mean, the the government hasn't had the the proper tools in place to weed them yeah. out. So I yeah. think for the next few years, we're still going to see a lot of robo phone calls. I mean, I still get my car's warranty, you know, uh, phone calls. And yeah. your car, like eight if years I have time on the weekends, and I get them on the weekends. So if I have time on the weekends, like we're driving yeah. somewhere, my kids will have a blast for me giving them the one, two, three fake street uh, as my address. And, Messing you know, that stuff. So, you know, I'll keep the guys on the line and go, do you realize I gave you like the, the worst information ever? And uh, the, it, the conversation ends when you tell them you have a 1983 Toyota Tercel because they want a, a newer car for car warranty. <laughs> yeah. So, so I have fun with those if I have time. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time during the week, it's like, oh, my God, I got another rule call hang up and try and report yeah. it. Um, that's the one thing that you can do You're yeah. on your mobile devices, on your okay. phones. Make sure you report those phone calls so they get blocked and, and you know, they get notified as to what's happening. Yeah, because you can go in the info, right, of that number and then report it from your Android yes. or iPhone. Okay. That's correct. Right, and I'll put that yeah. in the show notes as well because that, that's important because you're, you're starting to build out the database, you know, fraudulent callers. Absolutely. That's yeah. the best way to know. And, yeah, and then just what, I mean, it's almost a year old. It got implemented last June. So it, it's still relatively yeah. new. You know, there's still a lot of bugs that need to be worked out, you know, or wrinkles that need to be ironed yeah. out. But um, it, it's, I think it's a good starting point. Yeah. We have something in place now that's going to help for the future. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. I was, you're talking about robocalls. I got like robotechs. So we're in, we're in Texas oh, and yeah. we're yes. in an area that people are looking for land. And Don, you've gotten these, Hey, gotten blah, blah, you. blah. Do you still, is this your address? Are you going to sell? One day I was like, you know what, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess with them. I said, I said like 2 million, which is stupid, right? Paused and said right. address. Okay. So I, I did the old, you know, fake street and, and, uh, yeah. McLovin, the whole stuff. And it paused yeah. <laughs> and all I got back is this winky smiley face <laughs> and he left. So. Yeah. Yeah. They knew, they knew yeah. you were messing with them. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's yeah. Like any law, it takes time. Good. Yeah. Now. And I'm glad you brought up stern shaking because that that was last year. That was a big hot. This topic, is my stern shaking. Is it? <laughs> On the video, right? Well, it is clear, so we don't know if it's water okay. or water in there. Let me know. <laughs> oh my gosh. There well, you go. we, you know, and Juan, we've we've seen. Gosh, we've you know now we're going to go to Atsi, which is a, a member group um, yeah. of the Taz industry. We've been to NAO, Snug, and then Just Tune. Um, and we hear our customers talk about lots of things. I mean, obviously, mostly staffing, staffing, um, sometimes support based on different systems they use. But, um, but as far as far as you all, you 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 have a lot of customers at all these uh, all yeah, these groups. Yes. And um, what are what are some of the things that 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 Pulsar three sixty five? Like, how do you guys really pull them in? Like, what really sets you apart? Um, you know, from from others in the industry, and and you know you find those customers coming to you guys versus someone else. Yeah. Well, we're always willing to let them try our system, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so kick the tires, you know, for, for a week or two weeks, you know, let, let, let us prove ourselves to you. That's, that's one of the things that we Just always try. have, you know, that's great. Uh, and 
after coming on to the TAS industry, um, because after my, uh, I, I successed uh, Mike Dozier, who was at these, you know, events a lot and everybody out there knew. Um, but I was pretty much with him all the time in the back end, making sure things were going to work, making sure what they had and understand, you know. Uh, so having me out there as a sales engineer, really putting together the systems that they need, you know, because you'd be amazed. Some offices have interconnections between a colo and blah, blah, blah. And just, I got this thing out there that I need connected somehow. And, you know, having somebody figure that out on the mm -hmm. front end of things mm -hmm. really puts into place a smooth transition. Now, what the other thing we do is it's the way we structure our business, you know, so there's the pre-sales uh, support, which is mm -hmm. me. And then there's the pre the post-sales support, which we have access. And I mean, what we do is we provide an escalation path for all of our task mm -hmm. customers, all the way up to our CEO's cell phone number. So we're willing Don't to give that out give in that the out. document. <laughs> and see that, well, she doesn't get that out. No. He's got you as a filter. So. She's in the ivory tower. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Anyway. Yeah. And so, you know, throughout every level, it's like, hey, if this is the issue, you know, this is who you contact. And if you don't get, you know, resolution within X amount of time, then we start giving you all these people, you know, how to escalate it through the entire place all the way up to the CEO. And really, I mean, the buck stops mm -hmm. there. He's got all of our cell phone numbers mm -hmm. and, you know, our spouse's cell phone numbers and all that. So you can get a hold yeah. of us one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know. We and we really hold accountability, mm. you know. Here, where um, everybody has a vested interest in the success of the yeah. company, mm. which is, I think, part of you know hiring the right people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, and I'll go into the way we we've hired people, which I bring out to the task mm -hmm. industry a lot, and say, hey, you should start doing this because you'll get better, you know, better agents mm -hmm. out there. Um, but anyways, um, I think that's part of what keeps people with us you know plus the reliability on our network making sure everything works the way it's supposed mm -hmm. to work and providing them you know phone numbers across the u.s and canada mm -hmm. you know at a whim is is something that keeps customers with us for a really long time that's great no the accountability i love that word accountability this is is where it's yeah. at it's accountability on your team but it's accountability also yeah. for customers you know ever each side needs Correct. to do what they need to do you know, to make, to make it work. Right. I love the, give us a test drive type of thing, like test yeah. driving a car. I love that. We have, yeah. we have a customer in a different industry that does that and it's very successful. Um, and I'm assuming once they test drive you, they probably say, yeah. Yes, yeah, they probably. do. Um, that's actually, that's probably how we win about 80% of our, of, of our that's customers, great. you know, it's like, Hey, we're willing to give this to you, test it. And even changes, like right now, we're seeing a lot of changes mm -hmm. from going, uh, you know, on-premise systems to the cloud, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So Amtelco and and Startel and Omnisource, they're all going uh, to the cloud and they're saying, I'll host this for mm -hmm. you. And so what we do is we provide them test trunks to make sure everything works prior to moving it because we hate the 5 p.m. Friday mm -hmm. night cutover because that's just not good business. You know, we just don't do it like that. And even porting, we have our own porting department. 
and we do uh, project ports and we make sure things are going to be in play when we say they're going to be in play. Mm -hmm. And we get test DID so we can forward numbers out and before. And what I say, take advantage of that because even if it's so TAS or non-TAS, you know, we say take advantage of us giving you temporary DIDs and forwarding your mm -hmm. service because what's going to happen is you're using our trunks now. When the port happens, you're going to be none the wiser. Mm -hmm. It's just going to continue yeah. to work. Yeah. And guess what? It's been so smooth going that way that people just decide not to move. That's yeah. great. The old, the old test drive. That's yeah. good. So you're not the sleazy size guy with the slick back hair. And mm, no. take it home for the weekend. <laughs> Come on back Monday. I am the guy that actually keeps that guy honest. There, <laughs> maybe that's what we need, Don. <laughs> <laughs> you're hired. Uh, Keep Rob honest. Crazy Rob. <laughs> oh, man. Well, how it's, can we, how can our listeners learn more about mm -hmm. Pulsar 360? How can we get in touch with you? Well, yeah, they can definitely go to our website, uh, pulsar360.com, and uh, or forward slash tasks, so they can learn more about the task industry, see some uh, some um, testimonials on there from current customers. Okay. Uh, they can also give Bob Harrison or I a phone call, and uh, we'll give you that number so you can post it in the uh, yeah. in the notes below, yeah. uh, or email. Uh, Bob Harrison or B Harrison at pulsar360.com and mine's J Pena, P E N A, at pulsar360.com. Okay. And we can go ahead and, you know, get in contact with you and provide you any information you may need. Great. Awesome. Great. That is awesome. So yes. um, definitely reach out. You want phone, you want good phone service, call Juan. I won't call Bob because he's not here, but hey, we call Bob. He's a nice guy. <laughs> I like Bob. Yeah, he is he's a great guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. You know, Juan, thank you so much. This was a, yep. this is a fun conversation. Yep. We covered remote work, Absolutely. we covered telcos, we covered, um, golly, robo bots and calls and compliance. DR planning. Yep. Yep. DR Absolutely. planning. Stir and yep. shaken yes. is not just my beverage, but also a law Yeah, Absolutely. and a lot of good yeah. stuff that listeners can yep. take back. Absolutely. And, um, you know, thank you listeners. Obviously like, and subscribe. That's big. That's the biggest thing you can do to really help promote um, the voice uh, and help promote Juan and others so, uh, so that they can, you know, so that other listeners can connect with Juan and go, hey, help me out with this. Because it's yep. funny, we think the phone is old, like the ones behind you for the folks in the video. But yes. um, we're still <laughs> needing a phone. And if you run a Google ad or anything else, you need a phone number. That's valid. That's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Juan, for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for joining us as well. Uh, once again, we appreciate your time and coming on board to the Van Ryan Compliance Podcast. The podcast which secures the future of your business with a clear plan to reduce your risk. Until next week, bye-bye. Bye-bye.